Hello, non-believers. This is Chuck Flamingo here. Just letting you know that this is one of two episodes where Mr. Nappy and I did not know that the microphone we were using was dying. So the sound quality may be a little off than normal. We do apologize about this, and these will be the only two episodes where this would be a problem. See you next time, non-believers. Welcome to Comic Book Zero. What's up, true believers? My name is Mr. Nappy. And I'm Chuck Flamingo, and I am uh, completely ignorant about comic books, which makes me the perfect person to go out to the fringes of the Marvel Universe and grab out a gem. Don't do it! To see if I found a hero no. or a zero! Don't do it! And sometimes my gems end up being made of plastic. So, this week's, uh, this week's comic book is Teen Machine. Well, I, I gotta say... Team Machine number one. Team Machine number one, y'all. Number one, I gotta say, dude, I'm really impressed with what you, what you came up with. I'm totally impressed, man. Wait, I'm sitting out here, outdoors, talking about this stuff, and out of all the crap that you put out there, this is the this is probably the best comic book nobody I've, I've read so far. It had everything that you wanted in it. It had a backstory, had dialogue, unlike Meteor Man. It, it, you, you had a decent Inf Man. Like, what the hell is an Inf Man? Anyway. So, uh, yeah, you do know what you're getting with a title like Teen Machine. Yes. You, you understand that something's going on. Now, the kid has no idea who he is, which was the best part. So, you're getting this innocent kid who's just living his life. He said everything is coming to him naturally. He's a star football player. He's a great kid in the classroom. His teachers hate on him. One of the teachers hate on him because he's too smart for his own good. Gave him a B? Gave him a B? And he's some like, class, I don't like, know what dude, that what's that up is. with the B? Church trying to knock him down a peg, which I thought was ridiculous. And, what, and then what happened next? Uh, the the, the uh, principal thinks he's on steroids. The kid is having seizures. And then they figure, oh, he's got, he must be taking something that happens seizures. And at the end of the story, what do we find out? The kid is a machine. Brilliant! Absolutely brilliant. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. I know you just want to, you want to ruin the whole thing now. Go ahead. <laughs> ruin, it. ruin, ruin it right now. Go ahead. All right. Well, uh, first off, I mentioned due to time constraints and uh, both our schedules, we had to read this before we started we this podcast. We damned it. So damn yeah, we read this far beforehand, so there's not gonna be intermission music. Um, no, I did not like that at all. <laughs> what? No. All right, go ahead. I'm not I, even gonna, I'm it seems like we're talk. spinning our wheels since the audience knows that because there's a prologue of his father stealing some type of device from a shadow organization, all right, that he obviously built the team machine robot from. He created his son and then sent his secret robot son to a public school and then keeps freaking out whenever he keeps having seizures, because I guess his programming is malfunctioning. I, I, I don't know. I guess that's a later issue. So he keeps taking him out. I just, like, don't know why he sent his teenage son to to high school. All right? That could be a question that's a little bit more interesting if I didn't know he was already a, a machine rope teen. But, dude, it's a five-part origin story. You can probably get all that later on. I thought you get to, you, they gotta they got to draw you in, and this... This well, what actually drew me in? I would re- I would read the other five. The well, other what if, what if, if drawn me in? Well, would have drawn me in with the first issue more if there was more of a mystery to what he was. And there was no mystery. They did all these puns about what he could be about being a, uh, that he's really a machine. Lots of puns. You want me to read off the puns to you? Oh, 
All right, go ahead. <laughs> okay, let's see here. Please, uh, I actually actually get the comic today. Grabbing the comic now, <laughs> pulling it out of the plastic. Oh yeah, and another thing. Uh, when it said one of five, I thought this was like one of five actual copies of this comic book. No. So, oh, so for those who are as ignorant as me about oh, comic books, send all of it over to them because I I I can't even I can't even comment on that right now, really. Okay, wow. here's one pun. When early on, when he's playing a football game, mm -hmm. playing a big game, Aaron, the actual team machine, says to his coach, "No worries, coach. I'm a well-oiled machine out there." Okay, he's a well-oiled machine. That's what they say. And bold letters. Dude, do you watch football at all? I do watch football. Do you, but do you ever hear a dude say, "Well, you know, this this offense is a well-oiled machine." But that is that is, that is that is complete sports analogies right there. But is that foreshadowing sports, or there is being a pun? I thought metaphors, man. Metaphors. I thought he kind of already knew that he was a robot until halfway through, and until I figure out that he doesn't know that he's a robot. Yeah, which makes it even better. I thought that he, I thought he knew, which is why he was making all these damn puns. Listen, every time they start an origin story, the superhero has no idea what his powers are. He has to figure out who he is, and then he has to come into his own. This is the same thing with this kid. This kid is just, he thinks his life has been normal in his mind. And then, he's gonna, he's, his, mind, his world is about to change into something even more extraordinary. That's what I'm trying to say. He's a robot. Alright, so is Deathlock. Okay. So, being a so robot. The vision. Being the robot. Uh huh. Why does he have hormones? So is the vision. Is it, is, in his programming, did his father program hormones and sexual urges into a robot that can never actually have sex? Because he has a girlfriend here. You ever watched Star Trek? Right? What? Yes. Commander Data. Data never went after any chicks. He sucked with Tarsha Yar. That's because Tarsha Yar was infected with a disease. The man says, I yes. program with six million different forms of lovemaking skills. Now, yada, yada. Come on, man. You are thinking of an episode called The Naked Now. All right. And I believe it was in season two. Or season one. Anyways, the, the line was like, Tarsha Yar says, are you fully functional? And Data goes, well, I... And then she basically rapes Data. Data doesn't have can't rape sexual. the willing. <laughs> can't rape the willing. First, it's a robot. It's like second of all, you can't rape a vibrator either. Second of all, let me let me explain something to you about data because y'all people slip y'all sleep on data. First of all, okay. Wait a minute. My my inner nerd self is about to come out, people. Go ahead. I'm just saying the man had feelings the whole time he was on the show. He had a cat. He's always worried about the cat. He's always worried about his, his, his the, the people that he worked with. The man had feelings. He just didn't realize he had feelings. He just, he just, he, the way he translated his feelings was in a robotic form. That's it. So I take it. I think that if this guy, if this guy is programmed, his programming says that he's gonna be Mr. Mac in high school, then I think that's okay. Who is to define what a robot's supposed to be? How dare you try to tell me how a robot's supposed to be, Mr. Data? Was trying to be human. He only had emotions for a couple of episodes in the series, and he had episodes. He had emotions in, in the movies because of an emotion chip that allowed him to feel emotions. He had a cat, so he can appear more human. And he was. Uh, he, there are plenty of episodes where he's always trying to test out the perception of time and dreaming. One of them, one of the things they did is that he was watching a pot boil. All right, and to him, it always boils at the same amount of time. 
and no, he was trying to experience boredom, but he never could. And when he had dreams, that was actually a malfunctioning of his programming. It was his idea right? so it, of his, his, his awareness of things. He always tried to get the approval of his friends. He always tried to make jokes. He was yeah. like, mm-hmm. and failed. But it's a try and fail thing with him. He tried everything he tried to do. He was always trying to get the approval of his peers. Think about it. That's an emotional trait. That's because he knew he was a robot, first of all. First of all. Aaron, the team machine, doesn't know he's a robot. Exactly. But he's going to learn somehow. And But he's got more programming than data does. He has Why did the guy create a pervert robot? What are you talking about? Well, he's trying to sleep with his girlfriend. So what's wrong with that? Procreation. He can't procreate. He's a robot. Why not? Because he doesn't have biological bits. And cells actually do the procreation. does. I don't know. Wait, really? Vision and Scarlet Witch in the comic books had kids. Wait. Explain, explain that to me. So, when Thor hit his hammer in the movie and shot electricity, he gave him all the necessary reproductive capabilities? Are you talking about the comics? Okay. I'm talking about the comics. <laughs> and probably in, re- in the movies, too, because they have a label. It looks like they even have a little love interest going on between the two characters. Uh, but I'm just saying... Going out there, man. Just, I thought the I thought the comic was really well done. I thought I thought if you're gonna for an average comic book, not an A-list comic book, it was well done. You got dialogue, which you complained about in the last in the last series that we talked about. Those are man, those are fun. You got Amy, thank you. And it was, it was a fun read. It, you can't you can't tell me this wasn't a fun read. Like you didn't. It didn't stop you from reading the whole thing. You could go like three pages. Oh my God, this is garbage. Well, this is just like the Ant Man. You didn't throw it down <laughs> like that, did you? No, no I didn't throw it down. No, you didn't. And it left you. It had a cliffhanger. Classic comic book cliffhanger. And we're gonna we're gonna turn a blind that eye. That cliffhanger to would have been better if I didn't already know he was a robot. Listen, man. It's not. Listen, okay, if, he, if we didn't know he was a robot, then I would be curious to know why all these other things are happening well, to him. Well, get all that. Because he does seem like he was having a, a like a, a, a normal life. You will get all that. But yeah. since I knew he was a robot, all I kept thinking about was why did his father do this? You're, you why, are... I mean, the father is trying to stay secret from the secret organization, right? So why would you build something that is such a giant red flag of where you are in the world See? and sending him to public high school. You're making my point, and this is why you want to read the rest of it. No, it's not know. because I just think it's stupid. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Well, the, the TV show The Walking Dead came on. Yeah. Okay? Okay. All these zombies came out. People are trying to survive. It's a show about survival. Right. Then they make a new show, Fear the Walking Dead, that shows you how everything started and how people lived in the beginning of the outbreak. Like, you know, you know, you get the whole story in the first episode. Aren't you curious to see? Yes, of course. So it's going to come to you in space. Okay. No in, no introductory story is ever going to give you everything that you want. What came first, The Walking Dead or The Fear of the Walking Dead? Fear of the Walking Dead came before The Walking Dead. No, no, not chronologically, but to, to the world. What was created first? It was Walking Dead. Dead. And in Walking Dead, you have the zombie podcast already happening, and you're focused on the main character. The main character was in a coma for the first six weeks of the apocalypse. So you don't know how it started, what happened, whatever. Exactly! Wait, time out, time out, time out. So the new story, Fear the Walking Dead, starts at the pinnacle when it all starts, which happens 
in our experience. But it's happening later. Well, yeah, but your perspective, watching the street a lot together. Okay, I know how this all works. And I'm watching these people try to figure it out for themselves for the first time. Okay? That's the difference. But you already know how that, it works. But we're doing that with this coming from no, right now. No, this is... This we is know really he's a teen superhero, but we don't know how he became a teen superhero. What, what triggered the whole thing is this is what we're getting with this comic book. This is, this is if they released Fear of the Walking Dead first instead of Walking Dead. And people might have rejected Fear of the Walking Dead because they just thought it was like, oh, it's like a zombie uh, apocalypse movie, like any other zombie apocalypse movie. It was, never, happened. It was never meant to be the first movie. The first show. Exactly. And this is what this is meant to be the first show. To hook people in, there's gotta be some type of mystery. There's no mystery in this because I know he's a damn robot. I know oh. what's happening to him. Okay, the first Spider Man comic to ever come out had Spider Man on the cover of the comic book. Yeah. With two, with two criminals under his arms, he's swinging and whatever. Okay. Did they make you. Uh, I didn't know you Amazing <laughs> fantasy. Okay? okay. So, he's in a costume. Okay. How the hell did he get his costume? How the hell did all that come in? So during the story, they start giving you the background of how the spider bit him and blah, 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 and how he had to, you know, do the whole circus thing. But they gave it to you in increments. So I'm just saying, why can't they do that with this comic book? They do, which is what they're doing. No, that's they're not exactly what they're doing. doing. What they're doing is like Amazing Spider-Man the movie. Or Amazing Spider-Man 2, which was even worse. When they show you the parents of Spider-Man doing Jason Bourne stuff before they're dying, and you just don't care, because you want to see Spider-Man. Because a book about Spider-Man is about his life. Lives you tell. Look, they, 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 they rarely... They started off with his father! They have, they have rarely talked about uh, Richard and Mary Parker, which is Peter Parker's parents. They always give you the, the Aunt May and Uncle Ben who are like the nicest people in the world, right? According to the movie, uh, Batman. Batman never gives you a lot of the backstory between about uh, Bruce Wayne's uh, father and mother. They give you oh, they got shot in the alley. Uh, there's a his Alfred, blah blah blah. But there are points in the story down the road where you will get a backlit story about this is what happened. That's what's happened. But it depends. Yeah, I that think it's a prologue. I think it's doing the thing. I think it's great. I can I only, I can only, I can already figure it's more out. To, there's more to the story than what you're reading. And that's, that's, or, that's okay, more. since I know that he sold this little device from uh, an evil corporation, I'm yeah. uh, I bet you the evil corporation was going to use that device to build an army of evil robots that, yeah. that have some type of human terminator type thing, but he did not want that to happen. So he sold evil forces of skeletal. Yeah, evil forces of skeletal. So instead, he, he's trying to make uh, this evil device into a more human device. And that's probably why he sent them into a high school. And what's going to happen now is that the evil organization is going to find out where he is. It's going to try to track him down, try to turn him um, into an evil robot. But then Aaron will probably sacrifice himself to save the people he loves to prove that he is a human being. And then the uh, dad will probably build another robot at another place. What else do you want out of the story? What would you, what do you, what would you rather them do? Them starting off at the football game instead of the dad stealing the part. <sighs> I don't know. Okay, don't Peter know Parker. All right, uh, Peter Parker, he did not start off automatically as Spider-Man. He was poor little Peter Parker. He wanted Mary Jane, and he was taking pictures, and he got bit by a spider, and then he became Spider-Man. All right? Oh, that's from the movie. 
the original Sam Raimi movie. What is the movie? What's the movie title for the Sam Raimi? The first Sam Raimi movie. Spider Man. Why didn't it say Peter Parker? Because it's not Spider Man. This is about Team Team Machine. But in Spider Man, they didn't go into the history of the spider. Sure, he did. About he showed you how he was researching everything. Come on, man. No, I mean like. Come on, like, man. They didn't have a five thing of them genetically engineered the spider before he, Peter Parker even comes into the picture. The problem with you is you like everything in chronological order and because you're not getting everything in no. chronological order, it, it's... And it's a there's a prologue. A prologue comes before. And it's not all in part because you're not getting the whole story of what happened before. You're getting... I'm getting too much. shit of the story. I'm getting too and much of the story. I think, I think that... I, okay. Final, final, final guess. I mean, final, your final, um... Thoughts about this? Would you, would you highly recommend this comic book? No. Well, I would. <laughs> I would, man. I know it's so, gonna happen, so I have no interest in reading we're, it. We're gonna we're gonna lock him in a closet, and we're gonna. No. Yeah, we're both gonna give you a two thumbs up for this because no, actually, I think it's really, I think it's well written. I think it's good. I would recommend it. I would recommend it to, to read it for yourself. Um, and and you know, in the comments, give us your opinion. Let us know what you think. If you've read it, reach out. Reach out and touch someone. Let us know what you think. And for those who have seen the movie Ex Machina, they will probably have a better idea of robots and sexuality. And Hater. <laughs> Hater. And then it compared that to Team Machine. Is that Hater. fair? Not really. But you can at least know some ideas that could go together. Haley Joel Osmond is online one. And the kid from that movie, Daryl, is online two. They all when they want to have a moment to talk to you about that. Remember that movie, Daryl? No. The little kid. Oh. Alright, I didn't see Daryl. I thought AI. And Jude Law was a sex robot in that one. You're supposed to be a movie about snakes. People, the man hates robots. I don't hate robots. Well, this is Mr. Nappy. And I'm Chuck Flamingo. And since I don't hate robots, I'll let you know I am a big fan of Keanu Reeves. On that note, you guys have a wonderful day. And, uh, peace. See you next time, non-believers.